Let us pray. Oh, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts find favor in your heart, O our beloved, our rock and restorer. Amen. Have you been enjoying the night skies, these cold nights? There's nothing quite like looking up and seeing Orion with the chill in the air. I don't know, I love winter as much as other things, but you can see as you look up, the skies are shouting God's extravagant goodness. And it's amazing to think that three, four, five thousand years ago, people were looking up with wonder, seeing their breath on the night air, speechless at the splendor above them. No words, no words needed, and somehow the message gets through. And likewise, silently the sun burns in the sky, nothing hidden from its light and heat. And the writer imagines the sun moving boldly across the sky with great strides, like lovers who are so immersed in the goodness and delight of their love that they dare everyone to love so boldly and with such devotion as they do. And they can hardly imagine anyone else having so great a love, a love so wonderful. And like the sun, everyone can see their love and feel its light and heat. You'd be about as likely to miss it as you would the sun in the sky. And if the wordless praise of the skies all day and throughout the night and the burning, glowing orbs in them were not enough. The poem turns to the bounty of careful words that God has given also out of divine goodness. The next set of lines is given to the goodness of Torah, God's instruction or God's teaching for the people. More to be desired than gold Sweeter than drippings of the honeycomb. This sounds like a love poem. If anyone doubted, if anyone thought that the Hebrew people were bowed low and greatly burdened by the Torah, they might want to think twice when they hear these words. How I long for your law. It's like honey on the lips. The creator, this one who watches over all of life, is attractive. Like the sunlight on your face, turned up to soak it in. God's goodness draws us in, like the stars of the night sky. Like the wisdom of a mentor who you know you can count on, you find yourself drawn to that person when you're really at a loss. And so God's teaching was a source of sweetness and beauty, as was the creation for God's people. For Israel, these two reflections of God's glory, these glimpses, these little glimpses of God 
in the wonder and beauty of the earth, and in the trustworthiness of Torah, these huge gifts from God to the people helped them put themselves in perspective. Through these signs of God's expansive and faithful love, the people of Israel were assured that they had all that they needed. They had all that they needed. And they caught sight of themselves as just a small part of God's far bigger picture. And today we have even more evidence for this kind of perspective, as if we needed it. Maybe we do. I don't know if any of of you um, saw the news of a NASA spacecraft sending back photos from New Year's Day of this icy reddish object that looks sort of like a snowman. One billion miles past Pluto, past the furthest planet, and four billion miles past away, four billion miles away from Earth. With this kind of knowledge, one would think, one might expect, the more we learn about the vastness of this universe, the more we would recognize our place in it. And yet it seems that some of us human creatures of the earth have taken the earth's abundance to mean that we might use it without limit. And we are free to keep taking and taking, but the earth is now groaning and dying with more and more drastic effects for all life on this beautiful planet. But who can see their own weaknesses? Isn't this a word of compassion from the psalmist? The wise psalmist asks, who who can see their own weaknesses? Who can detect their own errors? The poet moves from the grandeur of creation and the sweetness of Torah to this intimate moment with the creator. Only in the presence of vast mercy... In the presence of boundless love can this kind of plea come to the surface. Only then do we risk such humility. As if the writer is caught up short, they pray, keep me from boldly acting in error. In other words, keep me from charging ahead, not even caring if I'm in the wrong. And also, let my fears and illusions not have dominion over me and clear me from my hidden faults, the things I'm not even aware of. O love that will not let me go, the one who knows my name, have mercy on this creature of the earth. And the poet is not engaging in self-loathing, but recognizing how easily we all wander off and become disconnected from ourselves, from each other, when the truth is we always belong in God and to each other. And for those among us who are less bold, perhaps less likely to charge ahead, those of us who are always second-guessing ourselves, perhaps this is not our prayer. But instead, we need grace and courage to trust ourselves and honor the wisdom 
that we carry within. So if that's you, please take that to heart as well. You might need more to trust yourself. Then I shall become a beneficial presence, freely and fully surrendered to your love. Few of us, perhaps none of us, has gone to the extremes that God is able and willing to go to communicate this unending divine love to us. Maybe you have one or two people you would go to the ends of the earth for, you would risk everything for, look foolish for, and deprive yourself for. Probably many of you feel this way about your children. How much more our God, whose love is inexhaustible. And then Jesus, in giving flesh and blood to this love, took on as his life's mission to show us that the creator intends for this extreme kind of love to expand beyond our just our few dearest ones. That communities gathered around Christ are intended to fall in love with God so deeply that this crazy-looking, risking-all kind of love would flow between people who otherwise would never even be in the same room together. And it's only, only by relying on God that we would ever be able to do such a thing. But in light of this vastness and mystery and wonder of the wide world God has made and this mind-blowing universe, and our small place in it, in light of how easily our fears overcome us, how can we respond but to fall into the arms of this one whose ways are like light to the eyes and sweet honey on the lips? This attractive God, the only one completely worthy of our well-guarded vulnerability, and our most costly trust. All the wise ones of every generation have been embroiled in a love affair with God. And like any great love, it's not all sweetness and light, but it is good. A powerful love that will change us. A love that may bring us to our knees. We may not all be mystics, but maybe we are, and maybe we haven't noticed because we're defending our hearts and, and haven't noticed the burning within for our maker. Well, we might not all be mystics, but maybe at our core we are, since every one of us is designed to experience union with the Creator, and so too with one another. I remember being very moved to hear this truth 
in the tenor voice of Barry Friesen, who took a tune by Bob Dylan and made it into a love song from God to us, perhaps even from Christ, called Make You Feel My Love. And you know, I don't know what Barry might have said about my coming out. We certainly had our times of impassioned disagreement. And yet we found a soft place of kinship through music. I think he had great taste. He liked the same music I do. And it was plain to me when Barry sang this Dylan song for offertory that he was confident of the ways, of the lengths God goes to reach us with divine love. And maybe it was because we had experienced conflict that this song felt especially moving and healing to me. Barry sat right here on June 2nd, 2016, to sing this love song to us on behalf of our good God. I know the date because when he asked me to sing it for his memorial service, he gave me his copy, printed on the back of, if not Empire, what? with the chords handwritten for me so that I could play. um, And he had already dated it at the bottom and and the words to Samantha from Barry written in, in pencil. We all need to be reminded we are loved without reservation and without end. May we dare to trust ourselves to this divine lover. When the rain is blowing in your face And the whole world is on your case I could offer you a warm embrace To make you feel my love When evening shadows and the stars appear there is no one there to dry your tears I could hold you for a million years To make you feel my love 
The storms are raging on the rolling sea And on the highway of regret The winds of change are blowing wild and free You ain't seen nothing like me yet I'd make you happy, make your dreams come true I'd go crawling down the Nothing but I would not do.